The Creator Life is sponsored by the company Cebu. It's a co-working space that fosters creativity and collaboration all while getting things done. Check them out in their two locations, Mandawe and Cebu IT Park. You can also take advantage of their other spaces in Japan, Singapore, Bangkok, and Hawaii if you become a member. Get 50% off on a day pass or flexi pass when you use the code CREATORLIFE50. That's CREATORLIFE50, 50 for 50% off on a day pass or flexi pass in the company Cebu. For more info, check them out at thecompany.ph and their social media channels on Facebook and Instagram at the company Cebu. Thank you so much to the company Cebu for sponsoring the podcast. The Creator Life is also powered by Ambidexter, a digital content marketing company. They offer various services such as graphic design, content writing, media relations marketing, and many more. Ambidexter will launch a weekly Ambiblog series which features different podcasts based in the Philippines. I'm really grateful to be part of this series and I hope you'll check the feature when it comes out. Check out their socials, visit their website, or shoot them an email for more information in the show notes. Thank you so much, Ambidexter. On with the show. So, hi guys. As you're listening to this uh, part of the country, aka the Philippines, has already been ravaged by yet another typhoon. So, my hearts go out to everyone affected and... We hope to have a better day ahead, better days ahead, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, how how are you? De- how are you there? Is everything fine or what? Uh well, here we didn't uh, really feel uh, the storm, and uh, well, it came kaninang mga umaga, madling araw, mm. but. No, I was asleep and then uh, I browned out. Then I went back to sleep. And uh, when I woke up, mga it's eight o'clock in the morning. It's it's already fine. And uh, so far, everything here in Zambales, here in the part of Olongapo, everything's nice. Mm. People are doing good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I I mean, I saw the videos on Twitter and Facebook about yeah. you know people in Rizal and Marikina, and they're mm. really experiencing some. Yeah. Hard times there and so yeah. Kinda sucks to start on a sad note, but yeah, it's yes, very uh, recent. So Yeah, I, I know I mean you even uh you were kind enough to let me know if uh the things uh, are n- are not working well here so we can yeah. move the interview. And I was thinking of the same thing, but here in Alongapo I was not really a personally like affected. So yeah. um, I, I pushed through with the interview. But yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like here in Cebu. It's not really that. We don't really feel it. We don't actually feel most typhoons. So whenever a typhoon actually hits our our island, it's really brutal. Because it's very rare. So we're kind of thankful, but we're also, I know, our hearts are really going out for everyone affected by yeah. the typhoon now. So yeah, kind of su- re- really sucks to start on this somber <laughs> sad note but yeah it's it's just too real not to say anything yeah it'll it'll probably be out like well after <laughs> well after the typhoon but yeah as of this recording yeah that's what's happening in the world or at least in our country so yeah it's 
it's kind of funny that like I only got to know your stuff. I think it was it was either Instagram or Facebook, probably Instagram, because I see the feed and it's very orange, and <laughs> I I I see that you really decided okay, orange will be your color. Yeah. So yeah. So before we officially start, what what made you decide to go with orange? Well, my favorite book is the subtle art of not giving an uh, F. And you can actually um, swear if you want to. So. Okay, subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yes, yeah. there I said it. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I I felt like for me the orange was um, uh, an exciting way of showing people's hope. Like it's hope for me, but at the same time. Not really um, very uh, dreamy or something like that. It's real. It's uh, very realistic, and so that's why I. Well, of course, I was looking for other colors, but because I didn't have a favorite color, oh. so you know, when okay. I was trying to pick out um, different colors, I saw that you know, no one's no one's using orange. So okay, let me do this. Let me try it out, and then it just stuck. It, it just stuck with me. Oh, color that's orange. great. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like, I think from from perspective of someone who always looks at like logos of stuff too. I'm not <laughs> a designer, but I'm like fascinated by how people design things. So when I see like orange, oh, okay. It helps stand out. And mm-hmm. then especially if your, your picture and then you wore black, so the orange really really stands out so very yeah. very nice use of that but uh, yeah i think the white yeah, also fit but i'm not sure it depends it really <laughs> depends but yeah you were there already so like i think the the white would all, already fit because there was already a hint of black on it so mm-hmm. it makes sense yeah here we are not talking about the podcast <laughs> or how it started yet We're talking we about color psychology yeah it's <laughs> it's fun like colors are fun like like each color has its own reaction to people i mean there's a general mm-hmm. feeling but sometimes colors can mean different things for different people it's not exactly Actually, yes. that thing yeah because you know when you usually read about colors there's usually like a generalized kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But sometimes it's... Sometimes, sometimes I... Uh, when I get that question, why orange? You know, I get really... I get a little bit anxious because I might uh, give an answer that you guys won't understand because for me, that that color orange is very personal, right? Yeah. And yeah, and, and it's just great to see and hear from people that, okay, that makes sense. Now, okay, uh, thank God it did because I was really hoping that uh, it will. <laughs> and yeah, so, but 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 I also love, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Lakers. You know, I love or, uh, yellow. I know this. Yellow and purple. But when I tried it on the podcast with, um, you know, the title of the podcast, I just didn't like it. Yeah, you know, I I didn't have the feel for it, so okay, I'm gonna try my second favorite color, which is orange. Yeah. So I, I went mean, with that. It's a favorite by association, mm-hmm. in yes, a way, yes, because it's like from your favorite book. So by association, mm-hmm. that that color orange already resonates with you. 
Like, it yeah. took me... It took me... Let's just say... Two years... Almost two years to change from, like, a monochromatic color sense to, like, yellow. <laughs> so, it took me a while. Like, the reason why I picked yellow, because initially, the logo, it was, like, white and black. Then I decided to make the light bulb yellow. You know, ideas, uh, yeah, creativity, yeah. and all. So... Once that happened, it's like, okay, if I'm going to color it up, might as well, like, color it up all the way. So, like, I did Yeah, yellow. with a bang, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, of course, I had to keep the, you know, I had to make the light bulb distinct. So, mm. yeah. yeah when, when I first saw your podcast, it was in the podcast PH group. Yeah. Um, you were one of those who... Once I saw it, I, I I thought to myself that hey, I think this guy's a professional. I was only starting that time, uh-huh. and when I saw your logo, I was like, oh, this guy's a professional podcaster. I mean, the logo <laughs> is really perfect, like the color and the logo and the 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 text. I yeah. think this guy's really a professional. But when I saw you, you only had like a few episodes yeah. in your um um Apple podcast. So I guess yeah. oh we're we're just both starting. That's that's cool. That's nice. <laughs> Canva is very deceiving, guys. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun fun fact. I only I also made mine with Canva. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> it it's for people who appreciate and love design but can't be bothered with it for longer than it should be i mean yeah. to those people who do that like i salute you that is why i go to you for advice like designers but then like what if i have to do it myself so i mm-hmm. can't be i can't be bothered by learning a lot especially yeah you know considering like yeah. i was i kind of felt bad for um some of the graphic artists that i know because mm-hmm. uh before i had to go to them to to you know create even simple images right mm-hmm. and and they would love it because that's their work and they feel proud of it but when i learned about canva uh <laughs> I, you know i made the uh and, and after i made the logo i was like holy crap did i just do this i'm an artist now i guess so <laughs> so no i i didn't i didn't go to them to ask for advice or anything yeah, 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 i just yeah, yeah. went with it yeah yeah but like yeah that's the thing when you have something that like it kind of democratizes design in a way <laughs> yeah so that's really nice i mean like i said if you if you can hire someone to do design like for branding or whatever then go for it Nothing's better than like making it professional, uh, yeah. professional and more you or like more of the brand. But then, like if you can't be bothered to do it, like initially, yeah, go 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 to your Canva. I don't really <laughs> judge because I'm I'm also using. <laughs> okay, let's start before we go to uh, another aspect of the podcast that's not really about the podcast. <laughs> okay, let's start in three, two, one, go. Welcome to The Creator Life, a podcast that makes sense of how different creators live. I'm Julian CB, that's S-I-B-I, and I'm really grateful that you're listening to the show. 
New episodes are on Fridays and bonus episodes pop up on Mondays or Wednesdays. If you haven't already, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you're listening to podcasts. You can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts that really helps the show a lot. And if you can, but as I've said, uh, if you're not really forcing you to since it's a hard time pandemic and now we have typhoons. So support me on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash juliancb. So we're here today. Uh, it's been a while since I've done back-to-back recordings. I did one yesterday, in case you were wondering. So my guest for this one is another podcaster, thankfully. It's been a while since I've featured one. So my guest for this episode is Alec Cuenca. He's the podcaster behind the Small Talk with Alec Cuenca podcast. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Julian. It's a pleasure to be here. It's uh, really nice to be on different podcasts, uh, especially the ones who I... Uh, yung mga kasabayan ko nung nagsistart din ako ng, <laughs> ng podcast and with yeah. the people I see on Podcast PA. So it's really a pleasure and thank you for having me. Yeah. First off, shout out to that Podcast PH group because it's like every, every uh, a lot of people a lot of people who are doing podcasts are generally there. Like, you yeah. would, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't expect the celebrities to be there to be quite fair, but you know, the the people who do the podcast yeah and and it's a really nice community i mean i've met most of um the podcast that now i listen to there i didn't know that there was this whole ecosystem or industry that uh, consists of filipino podcasters and that group really made you know um, some of the best um, podcasts that we have here right now and it's it's just it's just a nice community to be a part of yeah, like just seeing everyone, like people have their own stories to tell. So it's nice that we have another way to to tell them and not just like, oh, I'm in a video. I am vain. I not really vain, but like you know, like, I'm in a video, whatever. <laughs> Nothing against video. It's like there are aspects or like topics that are best suited for video, like food. Like anything you need to see, yeah, it requires like a visual component, like food. Like, how else would you get randomly hungry at twelve a.m. if you, you know? <laughs> I I think that's like the best feature or the the best asset of uh, a podcast. I mean, there are, as you said, there are topics that we don't usually want um, other people to see. But it's okay for them to hear. And in podcasts, these are very real conversations. And um, it's just, you know, how you really are behind the scenes when there's not really a script and there's no effects or makeup or anything. And that's what makes people attracted to podcasts, uh, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. But to be fair, podcasts have become more elaborate now like some of them are doing role like literal storytelling like yes, yeah yes. pod podcasts are basically a way for us to tell our stories but like literal to the point there's production value there's background music it sounds like a fairy tale or a i don't know what else i can describe yeah. but it's yeah, basically they, they, so elaborate 
they they're very professional now with the podcast before it was just like two people talking get your microphone hit that record button but now they have production like the background music so crisp and all that but it's really nice to see you know podcasts um advancing here in the philippines it's it's a really nice feature to be a part of and i'm really excited for the whole podcast industry uh as we move forward yeah Oh, so if you want to hear more about podcasting, you can go listen to uh, an episode I did with uh, Ron, Ronster of Hustle Share. So I got to talk to him about that and what he thought of Spotify going in there. So let's not get into that since that, that topic <laughs> has been uh, I'll, uh, squeezed out already. So I didn't want to tackle it. So let's focus on you now. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you start podcasting? Like, for me, it was sort of like uh, an exploratory thing. Like, I just found, like, I was already into podcasts before I got into podcasting. So, how did you start your podcast? How did that enter your mind, in a way? Um, last year, I mean, oh, I think it's two years ago now. Yeah. Oh, no. La- last year, January, um, I was reading a book by Gary Vaynerchuk. It's the Crushing It, the yellow one. Mm. And that's when the, f- that's the first time I actually heard about podcasts. I mean, I thought podcasts were some sort of radio station mm-hmm. for, um, that you can play on your iPod. So I didn't really pay attention to it. But when I read about it, that, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk said that, audio is the next thing and something like that and so i was looking for ways because i started my youtube channel and while i was doing vlogs um it was a really fun time i i felt like i wasn't really producing the stuff that i wanted to produce um and that's to help people and motivate other people and then i was trying to look for ways so i could um, expand my content and so the small talk actually started in my YouTube channel um, where I just share advice and all that stuff. And when um, my cousins from America went home here in uh, last January 2019, they gave me this mic, this mic that I'm using right now. Oh, that's great. And so, yeah. And so and they, they, they also said like, hey, I think you should start a podcast. So, oh, I, I read about that. Okay, let me try it out. See how you could even get a um a start your own podcast, and then I saw that podcasts are available on Spotify, which is such an amazing thing. I mean, you, uh, you know, as growing up in this um technology era, having your name on Spotify that that feels like a feat, like that feels like an accomplishment. That's really nice to see, right? Yeah. So again, okay, I said I'm a, I'm a research how to get my name on a Spotify and then um, the content that I was doing for YouTube, I transitioned it in podcasting. And so that's where you know, it all started, you know, the podcast part of my content creation. Oh, wow. That's great. Like, yeah, beside, yeah. So just a little background about me. Like, besides podcasting, I do a tech blog, which is how you saw that background when we, you know, when we started the call. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a tech blogger. And, yeah, that's been 
that was my primary thing until I also discovered podcasting and it's like, oh, this could be good. And so here we are. And it's really nice. Like I've seen, I've seen, I've scrolled through the episode list. Like, yeah, I checked out. It's like, you're more of short form. Like why, why did you decide the length of your podcast to be that, that like, because yeah, I think over time you adjust and depends on what what really uh hits with you know with your topics and all. But like, why did you settle for like the fifteen to thirty minutes, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when I started podcasting, I searched for similar podcasts that I wanted to create, and I learned that there are so many. Uh, I was listening to Jay Shetty, uh, the uh, mindset mentor. It it wasn't mindset mentor before, um, yeah. But the one with Rob Dial, uh, School of Greatness, Impact Theory, and they all had this conversation style with a guest that lasted for over an hour, which is the typical style of podcasting. But when I heard Mindset Mentor, he was just doing solo episodes where he uploads Monday, Wednesday, Friday and all the episodes were 10 minutes. So that was my goal actually to produce episodes that could provide value to other people in 10 minutes. But for the early episodes, you know, I tried having people and I tried talking with other, with other people and it lasted for an hour, you, you know, usual podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I was doing it with myself, when I was trying for 10 minutes, I couldn't actually cut it to, t- to 10 minutes. Once I started rolling, the, the, the shortest time uh-huh. that I could finish podcasting is 18 minutes. So, okay, I said, okay, I'm going to just try this format out and see how people respond. And then, yeah, I think people like it. <laughs> Yeah, kind of excited. Like, I think your latest episode is like around 30 something minutes. Yeah. I, I feel like it really depends on what you talk about and if you have something to say about it. Because otherwise, like, for example, if it's about a topic that uh, you're really passionate about, but it only fill up, fills up like what? 10 minutes or something. So. Trying to squeeze out even more out of it may seem forced, and I'm dead sure that people will notice it if it's yeah. stretching it, stretching too thin or something. Yeah. So, I I also wondered like, what prompted you to do motivation talk or like what prompted you to do that uh. in the first place? Because as you said, it started as something on YouTube then you transitioned into a podcast but the idea of doing that topic was there so what prompted you to do that? Well I always knew that I wanted to you know talk and inspire people even back when I was a kid I had this goal or dream that I wanted to inspire people but you know when when you're growing up the plans of how to with your dreams doesn't actually conceptualize it doesn't really you know show up mm-hmm. so you know it, i just pushed it back as i enrolled in mapua and do engineering stuff and uh, but i really love presenting and so content creation was something that was easy for me to go into and that all manifested when i was in my uh, rock bottom like there was a time in my life that i was really down 
And so, uh, you know, fortunately, I had the right people to back me up, to, to tell me to keep going, keep, keep pushing. And then afterwards, I, I, I'm a very reflective person. Like a lot of people call me soft or a very emotional or something like that. But I'm really reflective of, of what are the experiences that I just went through. And so after I hit my rock bottom, I figured that a lot of people are actually experiencing this, but they don't have the right support system. A lot of people are actually going through the same stuff that I'm going through. Like maybe it's depression, it's anxiety, it's heartbreak, uh, all those issues. A lot of people are actually going through it. And so uh, I just told myself that, hey, I think I should make something that would remind people to uh, that it's okay to not be okay, that whatever they're experiencing it's normal because I've experienced it as well. So technically what I did was I shared my experiences and tried to uh, show other people that whatever they're experiencing, whether it's you know uh, anxiety and all that stuff, it's pretty normal. So I wanted to motivate other people um, because I needed uh, someone to motivate me back then. And so I wanted to make sure that when people go into this same stuff there was someone or a platform or a podcast or mm-hmm. a video that would motivate them as well yeah so like i could only imagine a situation where you would end up motivating yourself like you you listen to something you recorded back then and it's like <laughs> it's like talking to yourself it's like kind of it's like self it's like it's like self-reflecting it's like Oh, 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 right. I actually said that back then. Like, you, you'd reach a point. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird, but it's kind of awesome sounding in a sense where, like. No, but, but that's the thing. A lot of people think that I try to write down and think heavily about the, the topics that I talk about there. But actually, you know, to be upfront with you, the topics that I am posting are the topics that I am struggling with. So, for example, this week, you know, I am feeling anxious. Okay, how do I, you know, not be anxious or try to deal or manage my anxiety? And so, once I deal with it myself, I'll try to make a podcast out of it. So, I, you know, I can share my learnings from with other people. And some people, you know, I, I, you know, uh, uh, I get, I actually blew up on TikTok and I get a lot of messages saying that, oh, your life must be very perfect. You're, you're such a cool guy with all this wisdom and all that. And now I, I, keep, I keep on saying them now, no, this is actually my problems. The things that I'm giving you advice are the things that I needed to hear and just I wanted to make it you know, public so that maybe a lot of people can connect to it and uh, they might need it as well. <laughs> like, you, like people tend to think like lives are perfect like when we post <laughs> yeah. stuff on social media and everything people think that our lives are perfect when in actuality there's a lot going on behind the scenes and then especially with you what you said when your topics are based on basically everything you experienced I don't know if it's I don't know how recent it could be it yeah, sounded like I, it yes, was yes, yes, really yes. really recent <laughs> so yeah so Basically, if if that's the case, then I feel that your top you won't you kind of won't run out of topics in a sense. Yes, yes, <laughs> so in, yeah. in a sense, in a way, like there's always that's the thing. You know, all of us has experiences. All of us mm. has 
struggles and heartbreaks but only a few of us get to actually reflect on it and you know conceptualize it that's the thing you know 60% of the things that i'm saying is coming from experiences but what i do is you know because i love to read self help books self improvement books is i try to match the concepts and the theories of the human brain how humanity works how be- how our behavior works with my experiences and so mashing up meshing up those two things from 40% the book 60% from my experiences i feel like you know i could teach what people are teaching in these self help books in a way that could actually apply to a lot of people because you know i'm giving practical and real life examples of how i use that th- uh, that theory or that concept and that's also one way uh, one thing that i feel like why people are relating to the stuff that i'm putting out it's at the same time um very relatable because i've experienced it and at the same time it's really um like nice to learn a new stuff from uh, an author or writer or someone like that Yeah. And I feel like this topic could reach a se- the, these kinds of topics would reach a point where like you would also tend to learn from other people like if if you encounter would you mind if like you could tell me like experiences you've had like conversing with your listeners about like their experiences as well because I feel like they also have something to share and it could deviate from what you're experiencing or something yeah uh especially when i uh created my uh, uh when i created my account on tiktok you know ev- uh, everyone's on tiktok very vocal they feel like no one's reading the comments or the messages so they try to really share everything about their problems and their struggles and there was this one time when someone asked me na uh Hey, I just woke up. I re- I re- I feel really anxious. What what should I do? I don't know what to do. Can you please help? Someone something he said he said something like that. And uh that was the time that I just woke up and I was really anxious. I was also really anxious at that morning. And when I uh, uh when I read that, I felt uh, you know, and now my anxiety is doubled. So, uh you know, I I I went with my morning routine. I tried to manage uh my anxiety and i handled it very well and so i want i want and at that day i recorded the podcast in the afternoon after i had lunch on how you can deal with your anxieties on uh, especially with morning anxieties and i created a video and i created a podcast episode about that and that's the thing that a lot of people don't actually see that sometimes the most personal experiences or struggles that we have it's actually a universal struggle that we all share like some people they feel very special na ako lang yung nakakaramdam nito hindi niyo na hindi niyo ako naiintindihan but the, but the truth is a lot of people experience the same thing and it's just this shared humanity uh with the whole experience of being human with all the ups and the downs uh, connects all of us in some way and and you know i i i try my best to conceptualize about that and make it into a podcast yeah yeah it's like it's like life life teaches you a lot of things and then you're not it how to frame it in a way that's digestible 
and mm. accessible yeah. to people is also a skill. Like I commend you for that. It's not easy to translate what you're feeling and what you're experiencing towards a w- in a way that people can also understand, like prop like properly, not like you know just spouting or like shouting into the yes. void. Yeah, because sometimes yes. it that tends to happen where like you're you're explaining your problem, but you you feel like it sort of sounds like ranty or somewhat like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know my friends here. Um, they laugh at me when I say that. You know, you know what I'm speaking, and um, for of course I I can also speak for the other content creators out there. When they uh, when you share your content or your work with your friends, with some of your friends, they don't actually accept it like fully. They will support you, but just they don't like to hear about it because they have this own version of you in in their lives and that's the thing about me you know i am not the smartest i'm not the wisest but i try my best to be a good storyteller whether it's my own problems whether it's other people's problems i try to my best to put it in words that people can actually understand and that's the underlying skill of every content creator out there it's mm. to be a good storyteller yeah yeah So yeah, let's 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 pivot away from the what you cover in your podcast and maybe talk about the podcasting journey because it's like yes, we go through that but then like some we go we have our different experiences when it comes to actually doing the podcast. So what what are the struggles that you initially had when doing the podcast? What was the transition like from As you said, from video to podcasting. Well, I felt like I liked, uh, I enjoyed the podcast more than creating videos because I felt like the things that I put out on videos are the things that I wanted other people's to see. And um, in contrast with podcasts, it's very me. Uh, sometimes I don't even cut out the ums and ahs, like all of that stuff. I just let I let I just let myself be. Mm-hmm. And when people actually talk to me, like, yeah, hey, that episode made an impact in my life. I I that's like the best feeling ever because well, that's not you know that's not scripted or anything like that. It's, it's the real me. So when I get to impact other people, that means I. They impact, you know. I I connect with them on a on a, a personal on a personal level, and that's like one of the best feelings, you know, in podcasting. So if you're trying to look out for podcasting, the 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 comments that you get, it's really personal. So uh, compared, you know, I'm not saying that you know uh, the comments and the reviews from your YouTube channel and all that stuff, but it's a lot less filtered. I mean, and I mean, a lot, there's so many kind people in podcasting compared to people in in video where they just they're just mean you know but when in podcast i i can't really well i do well the first time i had a hater was when i created a video on tiktok but i haven't received any bad comments um about the podcast that i'm doing because um you know i think there's more kind people in the podcast Uh, ecosystem compared to the video one and one of the struggles that I experienced was actually um, hmm, hmm. let me see 
Thank God for editing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the editing was hard at first, but once you get the, uh, the feel of it, I mean, it, it gets pretty easier. Yeah. And I think the hardest part was in marketing. It's so hard to market a podcast, especially to people who who are not listening to podcasts. And that's、mm-hmm. the thing: a lot of people actually love podcasts, but they just you know haven't tried one. Yeah, and that, that's、know. like, yeah, they don't know about the pod or podcasting in general. And that's like the same with you know pizza. How do you know that your favorite is Hawaiian if you haven't tried Hawaiian? So. That's the hardest thing, and especially in a place where it's video dominated. How do you present to people podcast? Hey, you you download Spotify, it's free. You download Apple Podcast, it's there on your phone already. You search for me. It's really hard to market on your um your uh your circle, your existing circle or、mm. your feed. But th- I think that's how the podcast page helped me. Is that I was connected with people who listens to podcasts, like who actually、yeah. uh, makes podcasts a part of their lives, and it all made it easier for me when I joined communities, when I joined groups, and、uh, so yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, I think there there are like two kinds of people: people who fell into doing podcasts, and people who are already into podcasts before they do their own podcasts. Which is like sometimes when people、uh, do their own, it's like they're inspired because they listen to literally I don't know how many podcasts they listen. It really depends on the person. But then like yeah, it's it's fun, it's refreshing, it's kind of more loose in a sense that you have. You still have some kind of barrier in terms of like if you opt for not having video, then you have that video sh- shield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that I'm allergic to video or whatever. Like if I if I could be bubbly on camera, I would. But you don't force that out of me. But <laughs> it's kind of like it's, and especially when I do this podcast, like I have guests on. When I started out, it was like I wanted the comfort level of my guests to be as good as possible, and I don't want the pressure of doing video because you know when you do video, you still have to set up. They have to look presentable. They have to look like what they want themselves to be portrayed as or something. There's an element of visual, which is kinda kinda hard to maintain. <laughs> It's more of maintaining the whole thing rather than do like starting it, because you know starting starting stuff is easy relatively than maintaining the whole process and making it better. So it's things like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually um um Rob Dial actually said this that the average podcaster, oh, I think it's Buzzsprout, but the average podcaster only lasts for fourteen episodes, and so. Before I was,、um, I was very negative about that comment.、Uh, I don't think that way. Like I feel like when you start your own podcast, you can create a lot more. But you know, eventually I saw people who starts their own podcast and they fade out. And I think you know part of it is, you know, their their intentions. Like I wasn't before with the YouTube stuff. There was this pressure that I need to get. Views, likes, and comments.、Mm-hmm. Right. If I don't get to a hundred views, that that video sucked. 
and it's easy to fall into that trap when it when it's when it's coming to video but in podcasting you don't actually care about the numbers like i you know while right now i i i have really good numbers but before when someone is listening like five listeners three listeners yeah. i was so happy at least I there was is really really happy <laughs> yeah i made it bro five people <laughs> listen to my show <laughs> yeah. and so that's what i felt and that's the reason also you know when why people fall out or fell out or uh, fell out of love with podcasting is that they're, they're they're looking at the numbers and their intention is not you know their or it's not going to be there to hold them up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not you're driven by metrics, you're driven by money because you know, some people are actually driven for like earn this much money, but like yeah, if if that was your mindset when you start creating anything, especially in content creation, if that's how you start it, then that you're not going to go far. You're just going to yeah. end up disappointing yourself. So might as well do something that you really love to do and then yeah if it grows then that's the time you it's good think of the money think of the stuff yes. like that and and th- that's a, uh, and something's uh something that is really uh, scaring me is that podcasting is kind of going mainstream like right now in the, mm-hmm. in the Philippines podcasting is really growing we're the fastest um growing podcast industry in the southeast asia or i think the whole asia and we're just behind indonesia and one thing that you know i i see people in podcast ph where they post and they get so excited because you know podcasting is really cool and all that stuff but you know you know i, I when i when i'm trying to reflect on the things that we were doing before before podcasting was this really cool stuff <laughs> we were just doing it because we love to do it we love uh, talking to people yeah. we love recording ourselves and again if your heart is in the wrong place you're you're not going to go far yeah hell no it's like you have to be honest with yourself. Like, what do you want to get out of it? What do you want from it? Like, why are you doing this? Are you doing it because of the money? Are you doing it because it makes you happy? I mean, yeah, if it makes you happy, then go. But then, like, make sure if it really makes you happy and if you really want to do this, then you find the effort to keep doing it because you will, you will end up at the point where you might get tired. You yeah. might be discouraged because the numbers aren't doing so good. Like, when you start fine, numbers really don't matter. But then, like, you know, if you're doing it a while, of course, you would expect, like, some growth or something or whatever kind of way to let you know that you should keep doing this. But then, like, if that's something, you have to find ways for you to be motivated in doing it always and sometimes if you don't find that you will you will fall off like yes. i assure you you will fall off like not to discourage you any further but then like that's <laughs> that's the reality yeah but you know that i think that applies to every content creation whether it's on video whether it's written if you don't have the heart and the passion for it you're just gonna fall off but you know we're as discouraging it might sound we're I, I'm, I'm actually uh, encouraging you to start your podcast because the podcast industry is really growing and it's at this very young age where there's so many 
creative ways to start a podcast and it's so easy to start your own podcast. I mean, just download the Anchor app, not sponsored by the way, but uh, just download it and put your podcast out there and people will already start listening to you. It's really fun. It's really easy to do. And if you just don't feel like it, and then okay, then adjust accordingly. At least you tried it. But a lot of people, they're actually they're actually scared or they're chasing the wrong metrics. And you know, but if you really want to try, if you that makes you happy, then then stop stop trying to listen to other people and just do it. You know, just try try podcasting. Yeah. Be like be like Nike and just do it. Just Not do sponsored. it. Yeah. <laughs> Not sponsored. But yeah, that that usually happens. Like it's so weird when we talk about like. You know, there are some like hidden rules of podcasting or even content creation in general where you're not supposed to be randomly talking about sponsors because it's like free advertising and crap. But then like <laughs> there are really there are really um there are really industries or like topics where like you cannot avoid brands, especially tech. How on earth are you gonna talk about like a specific item if you don't talk about a brand or something? So Really depends. Another and another thing, you know, you know, that's why I, I I'm really enjoying this conversation because <laughs> this is really a natural conversation, a convo between you know two people just sharing their ideas and thoughts. Yeah. I actually was interview interviewed by a new podcaster. I'm not gonna say who, but he got this very systematized, like very organized, yeah, uh, questions, and mm. I felt like I was in. I was doing an exam and it just removes all this uh, craziness and spontaneity yeah. that you can find in great podcasts. And that's that's the reason why, you know, uh, I'm really enjoying this conversation because it's just normal. It's just, it just yeah. feels casual. <laughs> to be fair, I really started with questions. It's not like, it's a process. Like when you start something out, you of course want some order, want some organization. But then like when you do it eventually, it's like, Okay, this is getting unwieldy to be asking like strict questions. Yes, in a yes, way. yes. So like what I'm doing now is like what I did when I told you before we started. Like I just give you bullet points. I don't have yes. to be asking this in order. Maybe the last maybe the last one where where I you get to ask me stuff. But yeah, besides that, it's like I want it to be more free flowing. Like I want it to be I want to get away from the interview. Although, yeah, to be fair, if I have you on, like, I'm mainly asking you questions. Yes, it's an interview, but I also want, like, interaction. It's, like, two-way street. It's not just, like, one, like, ask, answer, ask, answer. It's, like, if you wanted to do an interview, it's, like, you could always go to YouTube and watch video interviews or something. It really depends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not like, you know, don't do the whole question and answer thing. Like, prepare, always prepare, always prepare. But yeah. prepare your bullet points. It's it, it shouldn't be a step-by-step process or a step-by-step question. Question one, question two, question three. It should be like a roadmap mm-hmm. where you, you know, the things that you nagsumadaanan as you go yeah. with the talk. And um, it's it's something that just makes your guests very comfortable, and you can get more out of it actually when they're really comfortable and uh, they can allow this creativity and just be normal, just be human. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of one major thing I learned when 
while doing the whole podcasting thing. Like, you would eventually find out that to make it sound more natural, to make it sound more, like, uh, more of you comes out and not, like, you vet it. Of course, it depends on your guests. So, like, for example, if I were to interview Catriona Gray, like, an example only, if I were to interview, I can't just, like, randomly spout out questions. Of course, you would have to prepare it and, uh, and like, uh, vet it with their, like, team. Because, admit, yeah, when you deal with, like, celebrities or beauty queens, of course, you'd ha- they'd have a team behind her. So, of course, you'd do that. But then, like, if it's, like, I don't know. I don't know how to gauge. I still have to figure out how to gauge between who who should I do the natural thing and who should I do like stricter questions thing because I haven't reached that point yet. So maybe when I get there, I hope so eventually. But yeah, it's something to consider because like talking to celebrities, yes, you can be free-flowing a bit but yeah you have to be careful because you know yeah there, and, there's I, an and, image. and you know I'm, I'm not trying to because i before i had that method where uh, i can remember I, an interview i did with dr gs season and it was a really great interview but for me i could have gotten more out of it because all the questions that i asked were very straight questions and these questions don't allow um your guests to think about these questions because you know I've already asked you know I was already asked this before so I might just say it again something like that mm-hmm. that kind of tone but when you just be in the conversation and actively listen to your guest you can then you know um, have some of the questions after they they talk that is something from their answers and that will make them think more and you can get more out of it yeah. And that just becomes a, a, a vicious cycle of creativity, right? Yep. And so, you know, again, I'm not shitting on the people who just ask questions directly. You can do that, but make sure that your questions are really, really interesting. But if yeah. not, just be in a conversation, just talk like a human being, and uh, just work on your flow. Not, not necessarily the steps, but on yeah. your flow. But to be fair, like, yeah, as I mentioned, the reason why people are strict with questions is because... There's a reputation to maintain. There's an image to mm-hmm. maintain. So it's that balance. Like yeah, eventually you reach balance. that point, you have to reach that balance between finding the spontaneity while also like making sure that you're not going to ruin yeah. someone's reputation. Yes. And, and and I think that anxiety comes from the lack of preparation. If you're doing an interview, you need to research everything like as much as you can about that person Mm -hmm. so that you really know about this guy and um when when you have these very strict questions and you want to keep your questions you don't know which questions should be um you, you know which questions can be asked you don't know which questions can't be asked you don't know um your limitations and your boundaries because you're not prepared you don't actually know like you don't read um, the articles about this guy, you don't watch their videos, you don't listen to their podcasts and all that stuff. But if you just prepare beforehand, you can become more comfortable and you get to you you know understand. Um, okay, this will actually this can actually be a good question, and I should ask this. Oh, I think we could go to this and that, and it just helps you a lot. 
So prepare, prepare, prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one tip when you want to start a podcast and it's like an interview style, go for your friends. Like literally, <laughs> go for your friends. Like if you know someone that's like somewhat popular-ish, I don't know, it depends. It's like go for them. Or like if at least, for example, for me, I started this podcast talking to content creators because like I'm a content creator. So it's very easy to just talk to fellow content creators. So it's easier when you find like like-minded people to talk to mm. yes if it's yes, an interview yes. style so yeah that way then when you're confident enough that you've been talking to different kinds of people then that's when you branch out that's when you explore who you want to talk to then you reach a point when they're going to you and that's really amazing because that recently happened to me <laughs> <laughs> like someone goes like, can we do a podcast like huh oh sure no problem yeah. <laughs> I mean it wasn't that way but you know it's like that so yeah as I mentioned before we end the episode like I want to give you the platform to ask me questions and it's a it's a way for me to like uh Share you some side of me, but also get some input from uh, those I interview, like how they ask questions. It's like it's a it's a it's a it's a ploy for me to get how people ask questions. Like, oh, this this style would be nice, but it depends on the person I'm talking hmm. to. So it's kind of like that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, I I think we could get a little bit more okay i, I want to f- know first well how did it all start for you like how did you start into content creation mm, for me content creation because when i was like let me say high school i didn't really know what i wanted to be when i grew up like generally like in high school like you know when you're a kid you you randomly say what you want to be when you grow up but then, like, sometimes when it high school, it gets closer to, like, getting the course. And then, like, in your head, it's like, I don't know what to take. I don't know what college course to get. Because, you know, Philippines, you have to go through this thing. But let's not talk <laughs> about that. So, yeah, when I was trying to pick, like, what do I want to do in the future? Then, like, by the end of high like, near, like, my last year in high school, that's when I found out about programming and technology and there, that's when it popped. So I was interested in technology and it came to a point where I really wanted to talk about technology. But yeah, I wanted to share it. So started a blog. It used to be crap because I didn't, I didn't know what I was writing about. <laughs> just that's what it usually happens. But then like I started finding ways to like just say what I feel about technology. Like of course the standard review stuff but then like also i wanted to talk about like topics i don't usually get to read anymore like opinion pieces or editorial pieces about technology like i would have to look for it it's not the it's not the first thing you see on like facebook or something so it never reaches that far so yeah those are the those are the kinds of tech stuff that piques my interest it's not the usual like Company X announces uh, Gadget Y or something. So, like, that's always there. 
So, but it's the it's the how people think of tech, like from a tech aspect, from a business aspect, from those things. Those are the interesting stuff because it involves people, and people are different. So that's how it all began. So you might be wondering as to like, how on earth did I reach a point where I decided to make a podcast? About content creation and all of that, I think I think that's the natural thing. I think I stole that from you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, go. Yeah. So what ended up happening was like, I wanted to start a podcast, but at that time I wasn't really confident to do a tech podcast because, like, yeah, it would involve research, and most of the tech podcasts I listen to like involve like. Multiple people, because it makes sense to bounce off of people. Especially, what do you think of this certain technology? What do you think of this certain move? What do you think of this and that? So, like, it kind of sounded unnatural for me to talk about tech without bouncing off ideas from other people, because like everyone has their own spin or what they think of it. So, I decided to start like. It was a chance for me to do something different with content creation. So like, so when I started thinking, I was like, "Oh, I know content creators at this point. I've been doing the blogging thing for like, at that point when I started, it's like two years now. So like, might as well start a podcast about content creation. So that's when the podcast was born." And I kind of pivoted like after one season, so I didn't limit myself to content creators because, admittedly, you would run out of them after a while, especially yeah. people close to you. So yeah, it's best that I expanded. So that's when I got to like entrepreneurs. I got to startup founders. I got through software devs at one point, and then like yeah, I would also usually go back to like content creators because there there are still a lot of people I want to talk to. In that sense, so that's basically my story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I I need uh let's let's I I have a se- segment in my show. Well, it's just gonna come out. You know, I've been binging and uh, binge interviewing people for the show for my my podcast, and I have the segment called Real Talk. It's a kind of fast talk, but uh, it's really wholesome. So don't worry about it. <laughs> But yeah, I don't. I want to ask you the question, so it may feel like you just you're just on my show, right? I'm, I'm Ooh, gonna take over fine. right now. And uh, uh, usually, <laughs> I uh, ask them to answer the question in one sentence only, max one sentence. But That's you know, it, 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 we don't have we don't have a time limit, so we can talk about it if uh, it is really interesting. Okay. Go. So my first question is: What would you say to your 18-year-old self? Uh, you would, you would still be lost. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, but I know you can make it. So, that's basically it. That's nice. <laughs> you you would still be lost, right? Yeah, because that's like, just I, real, you know. <laughs> yeah, because like at this point in my life, like I figured out some things, but at the same time, there are things I haven't figured out yet in my life. So that's why I said that. It's like you would still yeah. be lost, but. I think you'll come out okay. So okay, like yes, that. that's good. I want to now the my rules. second one. <laughs> okay, the second question that I have is: name a person who you would want to talk to, dead or alive. 
Sheesh, that's hard. I mean, I have an easy answer because I already mentioned a person. It's Catriona Gray. <laughs> that was a How about joke. the hard? How about it's, the hard? Yeah. Hard? Uh, who do I want besides Catriona Gray? Yeah, dead or alive. Dead or alive, huh? Mm. I want to get to talk to Steve Jobs, to be quite honest. It would be interesting. I yeah, want... I- I want I want his rashness, but I don't think he's that he's too rash. But like, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Funny thing is, that's the same answer that I would say. I would like to talk to Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, he is, his background is not the usual, tech person background. You would think that is because you know Apple, but no, his background was like, more of business side, which is why he had yeah. a partner when he started it. So it's like. I love how he makes it relatable or like makes it easier to understand. Like, why should I care about this freaking gadget here? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, sometimes when some I think, person I think he's to you. He, he's not in the business of technology. He's the business in touching people's lives, and yeah. that's what I, why why I feel like I wanted to talk to him again, hmm. again. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if ever. <laughs> Yeah, in my dreams, I think. <laughs> I think you've done it once in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, in my sleep, I think. Okay, <laughs> the third question that I have is, if you were an animal, what would you be? Right now, I feel like a pig. <laughs> I think we all feel <laughs> Quarantine made me answer yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I feel more like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of the you know um, very interesting answers that I got there was actually seahorse. Ooh. It came from a man, and I said, and he said like straight face. Yeah. He answered it after he heard the question seahorse. He said it like that, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna break my rule. You gotta explain why seahorse. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I he was just why you answered <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just really fascinated by the fact that male seahorses can give birth, and he wanna feel the pain. Quote unquote. Yeah. That 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 yeah. that's a that's a great answer. And uh the fourth question that I have is if you could change one thing in this world, what would it be? The result of the twenty sixteen elections. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm okay. not gonna, I'm not gonna expound. I think <laughs> I think we don't need an explanation for that. That's pretty uh, straightforward. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get into the topic of like world peace or like climate yeah, change is yeah. not there. Because like, but those are very complicated things. Yeah, complicated things. But you, you know, we can we can actually trace you know the the shit that we're going through right now. If we could change that one thing, <laughs> I feel like that simple thing. If we could change that, a lot th- yeah. a lot of things would be better. <laughs> That's like how yeah. to dig, how to dig at someone without actually digging at someone. So it's like, okay. yes, yes, okay, Go. you get it. Okay, last question. Go. What do you want your legacy to be known for? Good question. Huh. I just want to be known. As someone who shares his passion for technology and not and 
yeah, I guess that's basically it for me. Because, like, the, most of the rest of my life has been defined by technology. So if I could just, like, share that in the most meaningful way possible, then might as well do it. Yeah, that, that's beautiful, Julia. Thank yeah. you so much for answering my questions. Yeah. That was and, amazing. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, thank you. And that was probably <laughs> the best so far of all the ask me anything's I've ever had. Like, <laughs> number one, number one, I bombard people with this. Like sometimes I would send the bullet points, like literal hours, like wait, what I did. You're probably the most prepared of all of them. As to <laughs> <laughs> no, I just actually I just thought of it. Like uh, why why while I was saying the the first question, you know, I was like thinking, wait, I actually have questions for everyone. I actually have five questions that I want to ask all the people that I would get to talk to. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think uh, you've really done well in that segment, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and it, at, le- at least you get to practice it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. at least you have, you have something to look, I don't know, look back on if you want to grab that and then, like, maybe tweak something in the future, mm-hmm. I guess. So... I guess that's it for this episode of the Creator Life Podcast. Thank you so much, Alec, for being in this episode. So before we go, I would like you to plug your stuff because as a podcast that started out as promoting content creators, then that's exactly what I want to do here. <laughs> okay, you so. can you can find my podcast on Spotify and an Apple podcast. It's just search for Small Talk. Uh, Small Talk with Alec Cuenca. You can also find me on TikTok and Instagram, I post daily motivational and inspirational videos. Uh, just search, search for at Small Talk Podcast and the other stuff. It's a, a more my personal accounts. It's at Alec Cuenca. You can send me a message anytime you want. And also, if you want to receive uh, weekly newsletters, I send out weekly newsletter motivational newsletters every single Monday. If you want that, then just send me your email on Instagram at Small Talk Podcast, and I'll add you to the mailing list. And yeah, Julian, thank you so much for having me. This has been a pleasure. It's just so fun to talk with podcasters yeah. so much. So I really appreciate the invite, and thank you so much for having me. Yeah, that's amazing. And pro tip: uh, search for his podcast on the podcast surface service. Just type small talk and then ask uh, exclamation point that makes it easier because yeah. like when I search for it it's like oh there's a lot of small talk here. there's a lot so of like, small talk yeah so yeah. I'm just giving a tip <laughs> yeah or you can, you can get you can find me I think uh, it's on category spot uh, Spotify categories educational I think uh, I'm, 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 I'm I'm there I'm right oh, wow there. So you, can, you, can, you can search for that <laughs> that's great okay okay Podcast updates and behind the scenes are on social media. That's Creator Life Pod, Creator Life POD on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also follow me personally and talk to me about what you want, at least for the duration that this episode comes out. <laughs> at Julian CB, that's J U L I A N S I B I on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. I hope you enjoyed the seemingly calm but yet it was wonderful it seemed calm so there wasn't much like over exciting laughter there wasn't like overbearing sadness or whatsoever so until the next one enjoy your tech enjoy your coffee enjoy life and 
Stay safe, everyone. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye.